0: Zappin closes Gap on Leclerc. Gasly dunks Lando out of the race. Albon's red hair stays, period. Welcome to the Late Night Race Review.
1: The 25th of April. Thanks for joining us here on the Late Night Race Review. I'm Dave Jericho and with me as always with a face like an overinflated sex doll, it's Mr. Owen Scott. If you like your Formula One news and reviews a day late and delivered with the same confusions as Scotty's Inflatable trying to read the Sunday paper, then you've come (laughs) to the right place. As always, you can support the cast by hitting those like and follow buttons on social media or better yet, go all in and share the podcast with your friends and family. Now, with all that out of the way, I have a clatter of a rant to get out, so let's get on with the show.
0: They're getting, <laughs> they're getting worse for me every week. Every week, it's getting worse. I can't show this to my family anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there, there's eventually going to come a limit. <laughs> to, to how many how many of these i can i can put out but anyway i don't know
0: how many watch lists i'm on now is the problem
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> oh a mad all weekend before we get into the the weekend dave um i just want to mention we, we have the the predictions at the at the end of the podcast we'll get into everything uh what what we predicted for um for miami and
1: then what we'll predict for spain as well so stick around for that will but- you will you gain some points <laughs> will you will you start uh, pulling back some points now this week I don't think so. It's getting it's getting further and further away every week. <laughs> uh, I look forward to this part of the show so I'm looking I'm looking forward to that now later yeah, on.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm horribly behind and I need to start I need to start uh, I need to start gaining some points now, but we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. As I said, we'll we'll get stuck into this first of all into our review and then we'll we'll get on to our predictions. All right, let's um, do this. But now that you've you've taken off your uh, your football helmet that I forced uh, forced you to wear Dave, while watching the podium, <laughs> how are you feeling about the the Miami GP? It, is it a good addition to the schedule? Where do you stand?
1: Oh, do you know, I've had three rants and I had one rant already just before uh, we got onto this podcast with someone. And um, I actually had to cut my rant short with them because I was like, I I, I better better pull this back. Otherwise, I'm going to be burnt out before I get to the podcast. (laughs) Um, uh, It's uh, okay. So in short, no. (laughs) Um, And worried that we have 10 years of it. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my uh, that's the uh, in a nutshell version. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh,
0: let's get into the race before we we uh, we start jumping into uh, the festivities around it. We'll get to that a little bit later. Sounds let's get good. into the actual race itself, Dave. Max yeah. <laughs> uh, Max Verstappen having a less than than promising warm up to to the race issues in FP one, FP two, not a great quality either, leaving him um, behind the two Ferraris on on third in the grid, but. At the end of the day, he managed to to get by both of them and have a pretty comfortable win in, in the end.
1: Yeah, the car held out, didn't it? Or his car, anyway, held out for the for yeah. the race. Um, I he he got a good start. I think it was important that he he jumped signs um, because yeah. I think what that did was put the pressure on uh, Leclerc, um, who who was having, you know, that, that Ferrari is just terrible on the soft tires, which just kind of worked in Red Bull's favor. And um, they seem to be, or I don't know whether Red Bull or just Max Verstappen's driving style is a little bit more uh, sensitive to the softer compounds, yeah. but, um, but yeah, either way, I mean, he, he, he effectively dominated from there. It wasn't until then they started switching over to the, the hard compound tires later on in the race, where you start started to see that balance Coming back, they were both sort of setting, uh, you know, between Verstappen and Leclerc, they were both setting sort of equal um, lap times, um, but largely, yeah, it was um, it was definitely uh, well under control for Verstappen, and he that that extra what 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 would you say sort of like ten kilometers per hour down the straight uh, definitely showed on definitely showed on the overtake down the 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 start finish straight. Um, And also showed then when Leclerc was trying to take uh, a challenge on Verstappen, where he just didn't have, he he would have had to have been within three tenths for that DRS to have worked for Leclerc. Mm. Being back where Verstappen made the same overtake, he just didn't have the power. Like that extra 10 kilometers an hour seemed to be able to just sort of nullify that DRS advantage that would have been there for Leclerc. Um, when he, if he was coming in to say that um, between 16 and 17, that straight, he yeah. would have been, I think, largely, he, he was in, coming into that corner around 6 tenths, coming out of that corner about 8 tenths. And once you saw that, he didn't stand a chance. like um, yeah. So, yeah, great, great weekend. Uh, well, great, great end to the weekend. But yeah, there's still question marks, isn't there, over the reliability? Yeah, it, there's still issues there.
0: That's that's what I was going to going to ask you about. Like Max is he's undoubtedly extremely strong, but there is those little questions about that the RB eighteen, the the, the niggly little issues throughout free practice coming back, and then Checo also having um, some issues, some uh, electronic issues um, during the race. He was reporting back
1: sensors, yeah, sensors in the cylinder.
0: So there, there is still little demons within that system that, that have to be eradicated. Um, is, is that the question mark really over, over Max this season so far is those, those little niggles?
1: It's strange, isn't it? Because they're all different. It's not like, you know, say Mercedes, where you're like, it's your Arrow. You know, it's, yeah. it's, your, it's, the, it's with, Merce- or with Red Bull, I mean, the, the first lot of kind of reliability issues were sort of all revol- revolving around the the fuel system. Mm. Um, then you, had, you have hydraulic issues, um, performance issues. Then you had yeah, Checo's sensor issue. Um, and I know that like the sensor issue, it was it was minor, it was fixable. I think they rotated the sensors or something like that, which I still think is fantastic that they can do that on the fly. But anyway, amazing. Yeah, they, re- rotated the sensors. <clears throat> But that's still I mean, even though it was a small fix and it was fixable to a degree, I think he was still down on power, but it was still fixable to a degree. Um, Like he lost trying to think now, I I think he was within a second of signs when the problem started. Um, And then by the time we started hearing the radio call where he was telling the engineer that, you know, I'm down on power. He was already, I think, seven, seven and a half seconds right. behind. Yeah. Um. So I, I think maybe if that issue hadn't have occurred, uh, yeah, I think he probably would have taken signs. Um. And I, and I don't think, given the way Leclerc had issues catching up to the back of Verstappen, I think equally Ver- signs would have had the same trouble getting up to the back of Perez. Um. Yeah. So yeah, reliability issues are are key or are, are causing an issue. Again, they're all different issues, so that's that's just strange. Like you know, it's 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 not like there's one area. So look, it's uh, that that's a that's a guessing game as to whether they're going to get on top of them. I think it's just bad luck at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you, I I think looking at the performances, if they can get that consistency sorted. You know, it's it's going to be very hard to stop them, um, even with with how excellent the the Ferrari looks. To be honest, mm. um, like consistency, as you say, for, for I I think Perez, I've been saying this this for weeks. He's constantly putting in um, great performances, and he, I I think he'd be a little bit disappointed that he didn't manage to to grab a podium with that late lunge uh, on Sainz.
1: Yeah, he was i think he was he was definitely yeah he, again that's sensor issue definitely uh messed up his race a little bit mm. um the late lunge look he was he went in too late on the brakes uh there was you know there was nothing more to it than that uh i don't think he was gonna he was never gonna control that going around and get that around the corner safely yeah although the miracle is that they didn't Touch in any way. I mean, not even like the 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 wall of the the, the rubber of the, the the wheel. Nothing touched. It was yeah. it was yeah. it was a miracle that they came out of that one without damage. But uh, yeah, he'd be he'd be disappointed that he didn't get third anyway. Um, and look, I still think he's a stronger driver. Uh, he's the stronger number two driver. And yes, I did say that <laughs> in the context of Carlos Sainz and Sergio Perez.
0: Yeah, there it is. Dave has confirmed Carlos Sainz is number two yeah. <laughs> at Ferrari. <laughs> um, yeah, really, it really looks that way. And like Speaking of Sainz, uh, what looked like it might be another weekend of heartbreak with that that spin in FP2, it looked as if it was going to be another repeat again, but he turned it around to to finish on the podium. <laughs> and it, it'll go a long way to, to kind of repairing his confidence after a lot of hard results recently.
1: Uh, yeah, and I'm sure he'll look at it that way. Um, but if I want to be an absolute cynical,
0: <laughs> we know or, you are, so bring it home.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping he looks at it that way because, um, yeah, it will do com- his confidence good. Uh, definitely going into it sort of the home Grand Prix next. Yeah. Um, but the way I look at it is, he was slower than, I don't think he, I don't think he had the, the pace over Perez and Perez just. That, I I think he just that that sensor just that was his overtaking opportunity though those couple of laps he went out of his groove he just when you look at so before um, the safety car came out mm-hmm. signs was seventeen seconds behind Leclerc yeah like <laughs> I know. mean that was a car that. Apparently had no issues. They sort of pitted around the same time. I think um, like seventeen seconds, and even by the end of the race, he was—I think he was five and a half, six seconds, or something. Maybe five and a half. Maybe uh, stretching it a bit. Maybe five yeah. um, behind Leclerc already at that stage. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I say he—he's a number two driver. But it's the battle of the number two drivers between uh, Signs and Perez because if you're finishing 17 seconds behind your teammate in the same machinery yeah that's that's not, for me i don't i don't see yes he got third i think he got lucky to get third i think perez maybe earned that more yeah and god forbid if the if the mercedes were in the in the picture mm-hmm. i think signs would be struggling even more yeah um yeah. because i think if you put if you put um Russell or Hamilton in a car that was performing in the way it did last season I think signs is you know, at the back of that, those six drivers I know that's yeah. all hypothetical but maybe you can see where I'm coming from.
0: Yeah, yeah. well I mean I, I, again, I, I, I'll bring it back to, to football very briefly and then I'll go away from it. If you have two strikers on a team, one is consistently scoring goals and is, has 10 goals, the other striker isn't putting the ball in the net it's very clear who your number one striker is it's the one that's that's getting you points
1: but and if and if that's okay let's stick on the, the, the football soccer analogy here but um like but if that second striker was still giving your first striker assists yeah yeah you'd be like well he's pulling his weight yes now, sure yes signs got the assist today he got third but I, again, I, I think he's a liability I, at the moment in this car. Uh, like, I, I don't think I would have said that last season. I think I would have said he's, yeah. he's, he's more potential than that last season, just yeah. in this particular car, he's taking a while to get up to speed. And I don't think he's going to be lending those assists to the team in the constructors championship this season that they need. And I think he could be the weak link in getting them getting Ferrari, the, the constructors title yeah
0: is it is it possibly an ego thing as well that he he feels that he he should be number 1 or he he can be number 1 so he needs to constantly drive to try and prove himself and try and get ahead of leclerc no
1: think i that- think he's just no i think i think it went from a stage of bad results over driving the car to try and compensate for those results causing accidents and 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 spins and and what have you and then just and then a combination of that and then a combination also of he's just not comfortable with this 2022 car. Um, so yeah, look, it is what it is. I think, uh, again, I think we've been saying this every week, you know, oh, he's got to have a good race next week. You know, I think literally we've been saying that every week, like he needs to have a good race next week if he wants to stop that number one, number two, uh, discussion. Yeah. So how many weeks can you say that for, you know, That's- like, So I think the the plug has been pulled. I think he's got to be number two at this point. Um, And, but that's still no small role. You still have to assist. Oh yeah. And you still have to win the driver, the constructor's title and assist your teammate getting the driver's title. Um, But I think he's too far behind now to, unless Leclerc just absolutely shits the bed. I think he's too far behind.
0: Yeah, I mean, every race is has the potential to either push you forward or pull you back. So you yeah, needs completely. to start putting in those results. Um, I, I was about to ask you, say, about um, Leclerc over the weekend and the straight line speed. Um, we're starting to see, it's it's not just, the, I know we've had this, this conversation with McLaren and track-specific. It's not track-specific now at this stage. That straight line speed is there.
1: Far between uh, Red for Bull Red and Bull. Ferrari.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah it, it, it yeah it is yeah it definitely is um but the I think Ferrari have int- have intentionally delayed a lot of their upgrades I mean they, they brought a few this weekend but nothing really to sing and dance about yeah. but I think their first batch of major upgrades will come in Spain uh and I saw um there was a bit of a smile off uh, Leclerc's face when he was asked by um uh, I can't think of the Sky, uh, Sky the, the woman that was interviewing him on Sky. And she asked, basically, was the, the upgrades coming in, in Spain, uh, you know, are they going to bring you up to speed with Red Bull? And sort of the uh, Claire smiled, but sort of said, I can't say much more on that or something to that <laughs> effect. And I, so I do think that they, they know where, I mean, their issues are the straight line speed in comparison to Red Bull especially if that's the 10 kilometers. And then also this issue with how hard that car is on the soft compound tire, um, the softer compound. So that means soft and medium compound. So basically, you know, C3 and, uh, and softer. Yeah. Um, so they have to address that because if you saw in this race, you saw um, once his tire started going, it was very easy for, for Stappen to, to take him and then, and and stretch that lead. I mean, he stretched that yeah. lead to about seven seconds before the pit stop. But when they did make that stop and they both came out on those hard compound tires, the lap times were very similar. So I was like, fuck, you know, the only problem now we have is you know, we are seven seconds apart. They are putting in the same lap time. So we could end up going to the end of the race with this seven-second gap. So it was only by chance that we got the safety card that bunched everybody up that we then ended up getting about maybe seven, eight laps of uh, sort of a bit more racing between the two of them because again they were on the uh, sort of equal footing at that point
0: yeah 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 and uh, d- just to, to mention the, the as you said that the safety car there the, the race was begging for a safety car Begging um, I mean,
1: for anything, stripper yeah. on the on you know streaker gr- stripper. <laughs> well, <laughs> either or, either or have, whatever It could have happened at this Grand Prix. You yeah, just, you don't. Know I, I was going I meant for, a streaker <laughs> on the track, but a stripper <laughs> on the track would have worked as
0: well. <laughs> um But Pierre Gasly deciding to take a tutorial from the Stevie Wonder School of Racing and completely taking Lando out. Um, yeah, clear. <laughs> uh, a clear lack of concern, I think, from from uh, or not not lack concern, just a lack of concentration. Um, It was
1: very much like uh, Latifi... Sorry to cut across your question there, but wasn't it very much like Latifi in um, Australia?
0: Yeah. Wasn't it Australia?
1: And he took out uh, Lance Stroll, wasn't it? I want to say Lance Lance, Yeah, him and Lance Lance came together. No, Lance turned into him. Hang on a second.
0: Yes, you're right. Sorry, yes.
1: Latifi stopped at the corner, let Stroll past, and then Latifi decided, no, I want to be ahead of him, and uh, Stroll didn't check his mirrors. And there was a bit of that. Now, the only difference was, like... It's race. Stroll had, Stroll had already gone past Latifi. He knew there was a car behind him. Whereas in this case, Gasly didn't know that um, that Norris was coming. So, but hmm. all the more reason—it's a, it's a live racetrack. Yeah. There's got to be there's going to be someone coming. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, check your mirror. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think he was 100% at fault for that. Um, and it was. Yeah it was uh, it was it was definitely what was needed. I I I thought we were going to get a bit of rain. They were saying about 40% rain. But as uh what's her name? Is it Danica or Dunica? Danica Patrick, isn't it? The 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 one that was doing the punditry on Sky she's an American uh, racing driver. Yeah. Um she was saying that she, she she was kind of making a joke that uh, yeah it may be raining but I mean it's evaporating before it hits the track like it's that hot yeah. there. So I was so as huge when she was saying that I was going kind of, yeah that's a good point like you know we may have forty percent chance of rain but unless there's a monsoon coming down here there ain't much hitting that track um, so thankfully Norris and Gasly came to the rescue yeah
0: the, the, surprise the, uh, it wasn't Latifi yeah
1: <laughs> yeah if anyone was going to spice up the race it was going to be Latifi, it was gonna
0: be Latifi. Um, yeah I mean the, the yeah it it was it was what was needed but. On the on the, the resumption of the race, not a lot really changed. Then um, Verstappen got got away again perfectly, and started extending his lead. I don't think there's mm. anything really off the off the restart that actually happened that was notable.
1: Not off the restart. I mean, as the laps went on, you had um, sort of there was a bit of a jostle going on between Alonso, uh, the two Haas cars, and Vettel. Mm. And then we had the uh, the Mercedes as well, sort of uh, went back and forth with a couple of positions for a while. Yeah. And then we and then we had Perez's sort of late lunge into uh, into turn one. Um. Other than that, that's it, and that's uh, that, that's that's how it ended. But I mean, it, it was exciting for a couple of races. I thought we were going to get um thought we were going to get maybe a chance that Leclerc might have overtook, but then yeah. after about two or three laps. When you could see that the DRS wasn't as powerful for him when he was sort of outside, sort you know when he was sort of six tenths or above, um, away from uh, away from Verstappen, yeah. yeah. After about three laps of that, I was like mm, this ain't happening, like you know, and you could see it uh, unfold. And then of course, as we got to the end laps, I think by the end of the race, I think Leclerc dropped back by like three and a half, four seconds. You know, he, I think I don't whether he just knew he couldn't catch him. And sort of decided, let me, you know, th- this is, uh, as, as the Americans tried to call it, or the designer tried to call it, should I say, the, it, it's a uh, mistake generator of a circuit. Um, I was like, that's even that. Like, have you ever heard that term used in any other race? Uh, all right, I'm holding my rant, sorry. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I think what Leclerc was maybe doing was he maybe thought, look, I'm not going to get him without taking serious risk and Mm. perhaps he thought he was looking back to what happened in um, Imola Imola Mm. and thought, do you know what? Let's take the second place and be thankful for the points. I think I I would assume he just was a bit more level-headed and that's what he, what, what he went with.
0: Yeah, a wise decision in the end. From 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 the look of it, he, mm. he's looking to be playing a bit more of a long game now. Um, which is which is you have to. I mean, well.
1: yeah. I mean, there's still a lot a lot of season to go. Still, like you know, and maybe those no upgrades
0: kind of playing on his mind as well. Um, yeah, next week.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah,
0: um, I'm just going to bring you back. You, you'd mentioned their, um the Mercedes. Now they uh, took. I think they took everyone by surprise. Uh, FP2 that that pace that they had um mm. a, a decent finish p5 p6 uh, on race 10 a little bit of jostling between the two of them um mid race and are we see, seeing an immediate effect of those those upgrades in the aero package or what are we what are we seeing because they they did drop off in in qualifying i going on?
1: yeah i'd love to see a bit more of a technical breakdown of what went on because <clears throat> mm. fp2 um obviously We know George Russell topped FB2 and the internet lost its shit. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I I just saw videos, tweets, Instagram posts, everyone saying, Our Mercedes now back finally. And I was like, Oh my days, like, (laughs) (laughs) settle down. One free practice (laughs) and they're back. Wow. Like, someone sucked back too much sugar. Um, (laughs) So, like, I mean, when you look at it, like, I think you had a 29, uh, 129. Nine, I think, in FP2, yeah. and when you think that the qualifying time for pole position was 128, uh, I think 128.8, maybe something like that. Yeah. So, you're talking, regardless, of, within a tenth of that, anyway. Um, yeah. you're talking yeah. about a second yeah. off now. I know that's you know, FP2, we don't know what, uh, whether they were doing a quali uh, sim or whether they were, um. They, were, they, were, they certainly weren't going on uh, for, for um, race sim because, sure. they, they, I mean, you're not putting in a 129.9 in race sim. So, um, so they were probably going in for some quality times. Um, I think if you look at what happened in FP2, so the only thing I can glean from this, and again, this is very early, just look, I haven't kind of dived into what went on or anything like that. Um, but if you look at what was going on in the FP2, there was little or no purposing going on for the, for the Mercedes. Um, then FP3 came, and that car was bouncing all over the show. Like, it was really on for it. Um, so I'm sure there's more to it. I mean, obviously, there's the ride height and stuff like that, but I would imagine there was more adjustments made. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they brought the new upgrade. They, they, they knew it was going to be trial and error because they wanted to see what worked, what didn't work with it, so they knew whether they were on the right development track or not. So yeah. I think they made a setup for FP2. It looked like it was working quite well, um, and I would imagine if they could tweak that further uh, in the right direction, obviously, um, I'm sure Russell could have maybe squeezed a couple of more tents out of that. Um, and I don't have the qualifying times up here in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that would have given them a decent enough um, grid position, but they seem to revert it back to a low ride height and, and, um, and whatever other adjustments they made to the setup, which then brought back that porpoising and, uh, and all that um, sort of just that difficult to drive um, that we've seen from them. And, um, yeah, I, uh, it, it's, it's curious because then when they got to qualifying, then it's like they were sort of stuck between the two. You know, it's like they were trying. So and again, that might have been intentional. They might have gone the extreme with FP2, the extreme with FP3 in the opposite directions and then kind of went, OK, this worked, this didn't work, but we need something in the middle that does work. So let's try and uh, let's try and find a happy medium. Which I be honest, I don't think they did. Um, Hamilton did well though to qualify, where um, he qualified sixth, uh, yeah. which I thought was pretty good. Um, Russell was, uh, correct me, was he eleventh? I think twelfth. Twelfth was he? Um, so uh, yeah, but he he, like, he just had a scruffy scruffy laps. So um, so where is it going from here for Mercedes? Um, like I said, I think we'll, we'll need to know more information about what went on with their their adjustments to the setups between, like I said, it was clear it was one setup in FP2, one setup in FP3, and they tried to go middle ground in qualifying and race. Um, So I would imagine they're going to bring a few more upgrades. Spain, I would imagine, like Spain is going to be everybody, well, I'm saying this now, it could be wrong, but it's going to be the bulk of teams um bringing... Their, sort of their first major upgrades would be in Spain. I would imagine Mercedes are going to be no different. I would imagine they're going to be bringing uh, something that's going to complement maybe what they were doing this weekend. I mean, they have two weeks to do it. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to think FB2 was a sign that they're on the right track. Um, and yeah, that's it. I mean, there's not much more to say other than that. We don't know too much more at, the, this, at this minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone wants to see them back there, and again, that's probably why there was such that, that outpouring of, oh
1: my God, Mercedes are back, because we want them to be back so. We want them in the mix with Red Bull and Ferrari. How great would that be? Three teams, like, could you imagine having in that race in Miami or, or any race, but just the last race, for example, if you had Hamilton, Verstappen, and Leclerc, all three of them. You, you know, or it could be Russell. It doesn't make any difference. But you had three, you know, three uh, teams just mm. absolutely hell for leather trying to get that first spot. I mean, that's that. That would be like I I can't even remember the last time I've seen three teams on equal footing in Formula One. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think. I I challenge someone to tell me when that was.
0: Um. Uh, I'll bring you back again. Aston Martin, they seem to have been having a decent weekend until that that Schumacher crash. Um, Vettel looked really strong and came from the starting in the pits to mm. uh, being in the points, super yeah. strong race Stroll did very well as well um, ended up getting P10 and it, it just, just explain to me very briefly how Vettel started or how that came about that he was starting off in the pits like that
1: um, So the fuel um, I'm not sure as to why it's stored at the temperature it's stored at but um, when <clears throat> when the fuel is cold, it contracts, um, and then obviously when it's, it warms up, it, um, it expands. So had they so so basically the FIA were not allowing them to go out on track with the fuel at the level that it was because it was too cold. So basically they wanted to go out with the the, the 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 fuel being at where it was at and let it heat up um sort of on the uh, on the, the the way to the grid and formation lap but right. you know you just can't do that so they would have they had to make sure that the fuel was at the optimal temperature in the pit lane and that's why they were starting from the pit lane i, I can only assume that they put the fuel into the car too late right. uh, and didn't give it enough time to to expand that that's right. that's my guess
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and anyway, it it was looking like a very, very strong race for Vettel up and up until that 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 point. Mm. Um, things starting to look up a little bit for for Aston Martin there, and another that's all strong, that. That's all that which, Audi
1: money on the horizon. <laughs> Give anyone motivation.
0: <laughs> well, thankfully, Seb decided not to retire after his uh, his COVID spell at the start of the year, and he's sticking yeah. around. Um, giving us some nice comedy moments with the underpants in, uh, I, above oh, the, the jumpsuit. <laughs>
1: actually, that's two things. Remind me to come back to the underpants. But okay. on said Vettel, do you think he'll come back next season? Good question. Good like, question. I mean, can you see any reason why he would? Like, I mean, I, like Aston Martin aren't going to challenge for the title next season either. Um, and I mean, be honest, Stroll is looking like he's getting stronger and stronger up against Vettel. Um, yeah. So. I just, I just, I don't know. I wonder, I mean, what age is he now? He must be 30. He's probably only, what, 34, is he? I mean, he's still, like, when you consider the age of Alonso, like, he still has plenty of years. Uh, maybe he's not 34, actually. Hang on a second. Let me.
0: Yeah, maybe check that. I, I mean, it, it depends what his motivations are, really, whether it's, it's not, it's obviously not a financial motivation. He seems to enjoy getting, um. 34. Get, I was right. Was he 34? I mean, that's. Of course I'm not, fucking right. He's not that old. No. You know, and he's he's 30 34 he's only two years
1: younger than me um which but is I, sad to say <laughs> he's a bit younger than me all right um the, but i i i don't i i don't know what's wrong with him like i don't see him, like it's not like i can't say you know when you see a driver who's lost their nerve and they back yeah. out of it doesn't even look like it's that it just i mean maybe he's just disheartened where the the car is at the moment and it's just kind of like uh kind of more, even something similar to Lewis Hamilton, sort of throwing a, straight, yeah. not throwing a strop, but just like, oh, Jesus, this is what I have to drive this weekend. Like, you know, and it's, maybe you're less eager to put in 100% when you know 100% isn't really going to get you far. Yeah. um Now that being said, they were both going to be in, in the points, but um I don't know. I, I mean, guess.
0: I still think it's very early days for Vettel uh, this season. He did miss the first two races, so he's only really... Starting to get into the groove. This is only true. what his th- third race now of, yeah. the, of the year. So and Aston did, Martin
1: are making a few I'm uh, making progress.
0: Yeah. I'm there's. I think there's more there from Vettel, and I, I think he he will stick around. He he likes making his uh political statements as well. Well, that's and,
1: true. And what better place to do it than Formula One? Exactly. And, and a pair of ice. underpants.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, as uh, we we talked about, about Seb and, and his strong finish, I'll, I'll I'll bring it just on to to Alex Albon coming from 18th to finish ninth in the grid, another great week for for Albon. Class, and yeah. um he had a he had a little bet or well first of all he had a little bit of a um uh what what's that called? A not a conspiracy or a ritual a
1: um Oh I know what you said. I um uh, Oh Jesus Scotty what have you done to word. me? Ah <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, um
0: Superstition, there it superstition. is um, He had a superstition about his hair He dyed it for, for Australia yes. <laughs> I know I can't think words um, But he dyed it for Australia Ended up in the points Let it yeah. kind of fade away for, for Imola uh, Didn't end up in the points So he re-dyed it again And he ended up in the points But he made a bet with the, uh, with the Williams team That they would dye their hair all red If he ended in, in the points
1: I hope they do it
0: yeah, it'd be class to see, wouldn't it?
1: It'd There's be like a,
0: that that '98 was it '98 uh, Romanian World Cup team. They all bleached their hair blonde. Do you Remember that? Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it'd be good to see. It'd be nice to see that that in in the Williams garage. It would uh, something something to cheer for.
1: <laughs> but it's great to see though Alex Albon sort of taking that George Russell place, where he's he's he's, yeah. he's getting. And my God, how much does it highlight the? Absolute useless <laughs> driving of Latifi. How I mean, not, how long can
0: this continue?
1: You've got George Russell, who absolutely drove the socks out of that car and got results out of it that should never have happened. And Latifi yeah. just fucking propped up the back of the grid. Now Latifi gets a new teammate, Alex Albon, who is doing I won't say the exact same as as um, George Russell, maybe not having the qualifying success that George Russell had, but certainly getting the car into the point, certainly scraping results out of this uh, car that aren't nor shouldn't be possible. And Latifi, I, actually, did you hear there was a radio? I think one of the radio calls was it at the end of the race, um, where Latifi said. Uh, Baby, basically, basically, just turn around and goes. <laughs> he comes in and, he's, and you hear the radio call. And he goes, "What happened?" And you're kind of thinking, "You, you <laughs> happened." <laughs> like, what do you mean, what happened? Oh, I,
0: can I can I just put something forward? This is something that I, I want to um, I, I want to just I want F one to to really consider this. If you cause a certain amount of red flags in a season, your mm. seat automatically becomes up for grabs by a, a younger oh, Jesus. F2 driver. That's it. You only get a certain amount of red flags. And if that happens, you're gone.
1: How many that's red flags it. are we talking about?
0: Like five, four? Well, I mean, this is only something that's come into my head in the last 10 minutes. Like, I mean, so
1: In Latifi's case, I mean, he's gone in the first <laughs> quarter of a season. <laughs>
0: and, and rightly so. Rightly so, I think. There should be a younger driver coming through there who should get a
1: chance to crash even just as much as Latifi does i mean they they do have i mean the penalty point system doesn't work on the red flags i guess like i mean because you could have your own accident that causes a red flag and you're not going to get a penalty point for it but yeah. maybe a penalty point should still be incurred even if you do create an, a, an accident now uh, look i suppose that brings in a lot of gray areas you could have a mechanical failure that causes sure. breakdown in the middle of the track and then like you, you'd be fairly hard done by if you got a penalty for that but um
0: yeah no, if you I mean, got from, I mean driver error flags
1: driver error flags yeah I think you should get penalty points um include like I mean I know the driver penalty point system is in place for causing a collision um, and then if you know if you're deemed to have caused sort of or other issues that might go on around the track like if you know code of conduct and all that type of stuff but um I think that that could be expanded to red flags yeah even if it's a sole accident if you've created a red flag under ridiculous circumstances like if it was like if the track was wet and you're like nah look you couldn't do anything about it he just lost he lost the arse of it but I mean if you've done something ridiculous like Latifi like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only man I can come back to um, yeah
0: yeah No, look we, we could go on for days and we, we do go on for days about Latifi Let's yeah. <laughs> forget about that uh, that's a rabbit hole um, and just before we get to our, our race predictions Dave um, it's time to talk about Miami as an event. The 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 fake marinas, the the trackside mermaids, <laughs> police escorts to the podium.
1: I forgot about the mermaids. <laughs> oh
0: my Why God. was there mermaids? Um and uh, randomly
1: the... waving in the air.
0: What like, the hell?
1: I, and the worst thing I the funny thing is And I... go, rant. <laughs> the... <laughs> I'm gonna let Yo, you off the leash. Do this it. This is not where I was gonna start, but that was, you was know, the other thing with those mermaids. Like, the, one of them was waving in the air, and she's like, "You oh, know, hello." And uh, you had the the because ca- uh, she was waving at the camera for the helicopter. Yeah. But the other one was waving in the air, who wasn't even on camera. You're like, "Who are you waving at?" <laughs> <laughs> the passing clouds. <laughs> uh,
0: it, yeah. The it mermaids were ridiculous, weren't they? Bizarre, bizarre. It was, you know, I don't know, I I, I didn't know what I was watching at certain times. No, but. What, what what do you think? Just, I uh, was us. too
1: overhyped. There was uh, between the overhyped, the queuing up of fans to cheer when the ca- when the camera was panning to them. Um, the oh god, I can already feel my brain just like my fingers are cramping <laughs> and my elbows are tingling. Like I'm re- <laughs> the too rage is building about. up. Uh, too much, too much to rant about. I mean, it's a podcast in itself, so let me condense it down to the key events. Yeah. Um isn't it
0: crazy that there's key events uh, about a rant about this uh, you know that's just that's a I have to mind. truncate
1: my rant that's how yeah. long it would be like crazy. um okay so the race director or, sorry not the race director the tv broadcast director or whatever you call him like bring him out back with Latifi and shoot him um <laughs> in fact i would allow latifi to shoot him before we shot <laughs> <laughs> um he he showed so much that was unimportant to the race. It was ridiculous. He was showing shots where cars, there was a a point where there was three cars going into one turn. And if you had switched the camera to the exit of that corner, you would have got a great shot of those three battling for that one turn. No, instead, I think we got a partially obstructed view of a palm tree and three cars disappearing behind the palm tree. And then (laughs) The, the the commentators just going crazy. Oh, three abreast into the corner, and we're like, yeah. well, I'm sure there was, but I, you know, I saw <laughs> palm trees. Um, there was loads of that. I mean, we spent about 20 seconds when I think uh, I think it was when Leclerc was putting a push on um, Verstappen. We spent 20 seconds or 30 seconds looking at tires, in tire blankets in the Mercedes garage. Like yeah. the camera just zoomed in on that. I'm like, what in God's name am I looking at? Uh, yeah. or, or we let, let's cue to you know there's an exciting overtake happening but no let's not watch that let's cue to this dude in the stands just going absolutely batshit crazy because the cameraman told him that you know you're on tv now yeah oh my days like it was the event was a circus and yeah. another thing martin Brundle interviewed some guy there did you see them they were influencers yeah and did you see those two guys And he's like, uh, and Martin Martin Brundle was just curious. He's like, like, who are you? Like, you know. And he's like, he's like, oh, I'm a, uh, an amazing influencer or something like that. And Martin Brundle's like, oh, you're modest as well. So, but Martin (laughs) Brundle was still trying to get a little bit of banter out of him to say, you know, like, what exactly do you do? And the guy snubbed him to give his mate a hug or whoever just turned up in the latest fucking Richard Mill fucking watch, and uh, (laughs) like, you're like balls of you like this is a formula like you know oh I don't know maybe that's just me like I'm just like show some respect you're here for the formula one there's fans at home that would die to be on that grid to walk in amongst the teams and chat to them and you're couldn't even give the people who are broadcasting that to the people at home the time of day oh man I was just like you you know suck your head out of your hole (laughs) <laughs> anyway, there was a lot of people like that on the grid. So that's another thing that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, oh, Scotty, like, I don't know where it's like, I, I couldn't, I, I shouldn't keep going. Like, it, we're, we're going to be here all night. Let's, um,
0: let's, just, let's just sum it up with the, the podium. Explain to me briefly for anyone who didn't see this. I don't know how you didn't, but explain to me what happened uh, when the race finished and the drivers were going to the podium.
1: And I felt sorry for the drivers because you saw, I haven't seen the drivers that exhausted. Did yeah. you see them after? I mean, like, yeah. like yeah. they looked like they were ready to collapse. Like, I mean, they were like proper, really exhausted. Mm. And then they had to make their, <laughs> they had to make their way over the far side of the stadium. Yeah. And now I don't, we didn't see how Leclerc and Signs got there, but like Verstappen and his entourage hopped into like what can only be described as as a limousine golf buggy, yeah. um, with a police escort two motorbikes with the sirens wailing <laughs> and what made this even more comical is when they were just about to take off there was all these rich snobs in their limos pulling up in on, on effectively a one way road so, yeah. the, so the police escort couldn't even get out so it was embarrassing having to wait for all the traffic to back up so the lads could get out um, and yeah so the, and they, drive, they, yeah, they drove them by police escorts past Christian Horner yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> who had to walk with the, with the riffraff <laughs> and you know and he gets to the they get to the podium and I, myself and my dad and my wife were watching it and we were uh, I, I, I instantly saw I saw the, the football helmets there and I, yeah. I looked at my dad and said oh no oh no they're not gonna and dad was just like they're not going to get them to wear football helmets out on the podium I said I don't know dad I said out in, out in Texas you know, out in the Austin sorry out in Austin they, uh, they wear the, the cowboy hats like you know And uh, I'm pretty sure they still do that. And then I think they take it off and replace it with a baseball cap or whatever. And uh, sure enough, one by one, they rolled out wearing these black American football helmets. And it looked like the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. And the arguments I saw from a lot of, look, there's a lot of um, uh, realistic Americans who went, look, I was disappointed with how that turned out. Um, And, and, yeah, like it was, it was very disappointing. I do okay. think it has potential. Okay. If they tone back on the circus, maybe make a few little ad- adjustments to the racetrack and also lower your prices. Have a section in the, in the grandstands where you've yeah. got 100 quid tickets or 50, you know, 80 quid tickets or $80 tickets, whatever they are, um, that you can have, every fan can at least have an opportunity to be there uh, without having to splash out six $700 to sit in the stand. Um, so that's, yeah, but I do think there is potential there. I just don't want to see a a competition going on between Las Vegas and Miami to, to be the most ridiculous and outlandish, you know, um, race of the calendar. Um, so if they, they avoid that there's potential.
0: Okay. This time next year, we shall see. Yep. Um, predictions, Dave, let's do it. We, 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 um, I'm trailing just to, to bring everyone up to date. I'm trailing, um, Dave three, one. Uh, in total, every every week, if you haven't got this far before, every week, um, myself and Dave will make a top three prediction. We get a point each for for uh, a correct position, and we also have a flop and a surprise of the week that that we put out there. We get a point for it as well. And Dave is currently three one up after after Imola. So, um, Dave, who who went uh, first last week when we we uh, were given out our our Predictions. It wasn't last uh, Sorry, it was the week before that. I yeah,
1: I think it was you. So it's going to be me. I think this week. All right,
0: let's go for it then. So your your top three for Miami. What did you predict?
1: All right, I predicted. And keep in mind, everybody, we predict this after the following after the race of the previous race. So, for example, this was predicted two weeks ago. We don't predict this on the morning of the race or anything like that. This is these are two week old. You know, we they're locked in, and you know. whatever uh whatever we have we have to we have to deal with so all right
0: are you just hyping up how amazing your your prediction that's exactly
1: what i'm doing all right you're
0: amazing move on hurry up (laughs) (laughs) i am an
1: absolute beast at this game
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i have to say when the race finished and i looked at the predictions yesterday i i actually did applaud a little bit inside no one
1: was more surprised than me because i was looking at the notes (laughs) and i was like jesus (laughs) Jesus.
0: <laughs> that was my right, prediction. So <laughs> what right, was your okay. top 3? Go for it. All
1: right, uh, Verstappen 1, Leclerc 2, signs 3. You...
0: Oh. Boom!
1: <laughs> <laughs> a perfect <laughs> a perfect
0: prediction. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I have to give you a little internet uh, round of applause uh, already for for that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um 3 points for Dave right off the bat. Um it's not looking good for me already. Do want my top three i do yeah okay my my top three um i i had lost hope in signs after imola i really thought it was going to continue and all the way up until uh free practice I, w- I was right but he pulled it back god damn him um <laughs> i predicted um verstappen in first which i get a point for that which is grand um, I then said Perez uh, number two and Leclerc number three, which were both wrong. So I only got a point out of my top three prediction, unfortunately.
1: Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, so the flops. Mm. Yeah, flop. All right, I went with Sonoda, who technically flopped. A flop is outside the top ten. Yeah, outside yeah. The yeah. Points.
0: No, it counts. It counts. Um, Sonoda. I didn't, honestly, I didn't notice him during the race at all. Did anything happen notable for Sonoda? Um, I mean, he qualified, he qualified ninth and finished twelfth.
1: That says to me, an unexciting race.
0: Yeah, nothing really happened for him. <laughs> yeah. he just slowly crept back. The, the only
1: thing that could have been more unexciting about that was he started ninth, he finished ninth, and there was 20 seconds to the car ahead and 20 seconds to the car (laughs) behind. (laughs) Um,
0: Yuki had a Yuki uh, this
1: week. All right, who's your flop?
0: Uh, My flop for this week, and praise be to Mick Schumacher that... uh, (laughs) that, (laughs) Um, I I prayed and I sent a a torpedo in the form of a, a young German man towards Sebastian Vettel. Sebastian Vettel was my flop, and he indeed flopped, um, thanks to Mick Schumacher. So I get a point for that.
1: Now, um, the surprises. This yeah, is but, where it's, uh, it's going to get interesting because... Yes, we did um, discuss. Yeah, so, okay. So I went with Hamilton as my surprise.
0: I also went with Hamilton as my surprise.
1: Which we then had to predict because we both predicted the same driver. We had to predict the position and the, whoever gets closest to that position takes the point. <laughs> What did so, you predict, Dave? I went with P5. And I what went. Did you predict. I went with P7. <laughs> and where did <laughs> where, he finish? <laughs> P <P5> fucking <at> six. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, God damn it, Lewis! What we could do, um, and let me bring this up quickly. I don't think it's really going to matter because I'm taking the point for this week.
0: Yeah, look, you you've won already.
1: Yeah, you've won already. So I mean. It doesn't really matter. Do we do we really want to drive this home, like? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it, we could go with like, giving us both a point, or we could go with giving us both zero, and it will be the same thing. So yeah, no. I guess- what I was
1: going to do was to see was Hamilton closer to P five or P or P seven in time.
0: Oh, okay, well, let's do that. Could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See um, who takes the point then. So if we just have a
1: quick look on the old. Uh, results and Hamilton was. Oh, he was closest yeah. to P5. He
0: was. All right, then you get it, then
1: fine. Drive Just about. Like, I mean, by what?
0: Second, is it? A plus 21, plus 25, plus 18.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's for, I mean, yeah, yeah it's literally like a, maybe a second or something like a lot that. In it. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to do the math. It's not that much. It's not worth it that much. <laughs> I, I'd give you the point if it meant not doing the math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think Lewis heard uh, heard
0: the podcast and was like, i got to show those two? Oh, of
1: course. I mean, why else would he have come there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, your result for this week was one, two, three, four, five points. Clean yes, slice.
1: Absolutely. Jesus. I'm absolute fucking beast at this. I'm telling you. And it was wait- the
0: first clean slate of the of the year.
1: It is, yeah. I'm going to really- do another one next week, or not next week in Spain. I, uh, wait for I, it. Wait for it.
0: I'm. 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 No, I'm not going to say I'm feeling confident because I know I'm not. Uh, I got two points, so that doesn't matter. So you now, Dave, are after um, after Miami. You are now four one up. Uh, I can see this only going one way each week, to be honest. But look, we'll see.
1: I don't know. I mean, it, it is very much luck of the draw at the moment. I mean, when you start, because yeah. and again, to let anybody know, just because you say Leclerc, say you said Leclerc is in P as your P one. If he finishes P two, you don't get a point. You have to predict. You have to get the position comp- exact. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's it could the go way you're way. It Could go point. either way. So, um, right, go on. Who's who's starting? Oh, look, I, I started with giving my uh, predictions from last week, so maybe you should uh, yeah roll first. out the carpet with your uh, top three first.
0: Right. So Barcelona is coming up next, um, and our predictions for uh, for it. Uh, before
1: you three. before you call out your predictions, did you do any okay. research on the track and, the t- and Or did oh, you are none. you just you're,
0: okay none whatsoever? I'm just great. flying flying from the flying, so, yeah yeah good.
1: Like, um, like
0: my top three and the reasoning behind it. Uh, my 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 number one is um, no, sorry, my number three is Sergio Ooh, Perez. Reverse order. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I'll, I'll explain it afterwards. Number two for me is Oshaz Leclerc.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And my number one is obviously. Lance Stroll? No, it's not. It's uh, it's Max Verstappen. <laughs> imagine the Lance Stroll <laughs> it locked in. We have to take the first answer. We'll no, say. no, it's not Lance Stroll. <laughs> Can you imagine if he did? Um, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. You're so just that's blowing my... it
1: on who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's my top three. And uh, my reason behind it is I think that the science there's going to be too much pressure on him. I think he's going to feel it. All
1: right. Let me let me let me put in your answers here. All right. So we got Perez. Okay. We got Leclerc. Oops, Claire, and you're going for Stappen P1, is it? One.
0: Yeah, yeah, P1 for Stappen, Leclerc number two, Perez number three. I think okay. Perez, I think the Red Bulls, they just look so, uh, so dominant. Oh wait, do you hear
1: the reasoning behind mine? Okay. <laughs> um, right. Okay, your top three, Dave. Well, more so. All right, let's. Look. We'll wait until all the the flops and the surprises are in, then we'll 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 see. All right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so P3, uh, I've gone with Perez as well. All right. All right. Then in P2, I've gone Verstappen. Oh, whoa. And then in P1, I've gone Leclerc. Wow. And my reason for those is because this is a high downforce and um, there's high downforce sections and slow corners. And I think the Ferrari excel on that type of track. So why no Carlos Sainz? Do you want me to get into that? Or do you want to call out the rest of your...
0: Oh, okay, well, you've revealed something there. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go next then. Okay. So
1: yeah. My flop yeah. is Carlos Sainz. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly,
0: I knew where you were going. Yeah. Um, okay, explain why.
1: Uh, I think he is going to... Pull a Carlos and just overdrive that car and put it in a wall. He's going to I, yuki
0: the Carlos out of it.
1: It's purely because it's his home race. He'll want to. He'll want the headlines. You know, Carlos signs wins home GP, yeah. um, and that could cause him to push too hard. And I think he will be in a wall at some point.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Or gravel with... trap, or something. Yeah, I agree with you that science isn't in my top three. I, I see him finishing the race. I just don't see him in the in the top three. Um,
1: like I did say to you, this was a this was a proper gamble. But if it comes off, like yeah. I mean, I move up from from boss status to fucking yeah. <laughs> to hero you've, level. You won the season. <laughs> May as well finish doing them now at this
0: stage. Um, okay, so my my flap for the week. Um, I also predicted him for, for my my number one, Mister Landstroll. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. As I said, I'm going safe. Um, I'm going safe this week. It hasn't always paid off for me, but so he's going,
1: going to get go P one, and then on his way to the podium, he's just going to he's going <laughs> to bury it into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, no, I, I, I don't think he's going to do well. So he's my he's my flap for this week. Who's your um,
1: who's your surprise, Dave? My surprise is Lando the Norris. God damn it. Um, because they were good here in testing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so it was only when they went to Bahrain testing, we were like, oh my God, there's something wrong with this car. So now they the car could have evolved too much since their success here, but uh, it was, it was worth a punt, punt anyway. We should have to give on our flops and surprises. We should have to give, I think we should, because it's too easy books. to... No, no, to give a prediction of either the res, position or, um, or the outcome mm-hmm. um, for it to be... Because like I said, to, to be a flop, you could easily say, you know, just because, say, um, uh, Albon got points this week. You know, it'd be very easy to score points now in the next race by saying Albon's going to be my flop um, because the likelihood of him getting points... A, you know, in, 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 um, in Spain, I mean, you could very well do it. The likelihood of him getting points in Miami was very low as well. Yeah. So I don't know whether we should, on the flop and surprise, we should have to give, we, ha- we should be a bit more accurate. Whether that's a, uh,
0: As in a, a DNF or a...
1: If you're calling a DNF, it has to be a DNF. Through whatever reason, mechanical crash, knocked out by someone else, doesn't matter but if it's DNF. Uh, it has to be a DNF. You can't, uh, you know, signs couldn't finish, say, like at the back of the grid or the back of the pack. And I still mm-hmm. take it as a flop. It ha- would have to be a DNF. And likewise, if you were saying that he wasn't going to be a DNF, but you would have to go, OK, Stroll, I see, you know, do, we'll do like a four or, or a three or four place allowance. So he's going to finish between, you know, 11 and 13 or something, you know, places inclusive. So 11, 12 or 13.
0: OK, so will we bring that in from from next week?
1: for 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 the, these predictions or the the next predictions we do
0: for for the next predictions i'm not quite okay. sure where i yeah. where i'd put stroll to be honest i haven't thought that clearly through it <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay fair enough <laughs>
1: all right who's your um, surprise then
0: well my surprise i'm just going to take away the little uh thing there I just keep watching oh <laughs> <laughs> it, it is also lando feck and <laughs>
1: When, do you know, when, when you were saying that about me, I thought you thought, oh, he's after fucking pulling out a fucking no gem. And yeah, then, I went there
0: as well. <laughs> oh,
1: all this time you've had that. You've had that. in the...
0: the exact same reason as you did as well. He, he did, did well in testing Um, obviously got taken out this week and that puts him right in the in the um, in the driver's seat for a surprise. Yeah, I think he's going to bring it together. Um so we, we have to look at now we both have, have picked Norris, we have to look at positions. So um
1: Yeah, I didn't think this far ahead now. Um neither did I. So
0: yeah. I just I, I didn't
1: think you were gonna pick Norris. I was like, there's no chance of picking Norris. Oh um, I mean,
0: as soon as a driver like that has a DNF, he has to be prime candidate for, for a surprise for the next week. All right. Um easy money, Dave. Easy money.
1: Oh yeah, let's see. So you can't see my number there, can you?
0: No, the, no, no. Have you, okay. got, you, you got your number in? Have
1: you? Uh, well, no, because that number is number one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that sort of does away with my top three a little bit. Um, okay. All right. Hang on a second. Let me put my number in. Uh, Landon Norris is going to finish. Have you? You've done yours already. My number's in. Yeah, my oh, number's fuck in. Fuck me, Jesus! You are. I know where I'm going, oh.
0: but although I know I'm going to lose anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Okay. Oh, Christ! I might regret that, but it's it's done. Locked okay. in. All right. Ready. Three. Count it down. Two. One. Go. Oh.
0: <laughs> Same again. Uh, I went P seven. You went P five. All right. <laughs> so it means he is destined to finish P six.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Good luck, Lando. All right. That's it for this week's episode. Uh, There's no race this weekend, so we'll return with an episode of The Pit Crew on Monday the 16th. As always, if you want to get in touch with your own questions, comments, corrections, and send them on to feedback at latenightracereview.com or anywhere you find us on social media. Until next week.